world and those who inhabit it. I am CJ, and I am your host. They say. Yeah. Sorry, I was still thinking about your analogy. I was like, wow, that's a deep intro. All those who inhabit the world. I was like, mad. What? Good morning, world, and those who inhabit it. It's, from, it's a reference from something. I can't remember what, though. Uh. Uh, but another week has passed in the NBA. And what a weird fucking week it's been. Yeah, what that's a not week. a good omen. <laughs> what? What a weird week? Wow. Oh, weird fucking week, right? <laughs> should we should we start from the Sunday? Please, please, please. <laughs> so Sunday had Boston versus Denver. Boston beat Denver. They held Denver to an eight point fourth quarter and snapped their eight game win streak. Uh, Celtics ended up finishing the game on a 31 to three run. You had twenty from uh, Jalen Brown. You had twenty. I almost said James Brown again. Twenty-eight from uh, Jalen Tatum. You, you had only seven points from Aaron Gordon. Seventeen. Another triple double from Nikola Jokic with seventeen points, eleven assists, ten rebounds. But there was no Murray because he was injured from the last game, and he's out for the season. Actually, I yeah. don't know if we. I don't know if we mentioned that last time round, but he's out for the season. Then you had San Antonio Spurs versus the Dallas Mavericks. DeMar DeRozan hit a uh, game winner. Uh, he had 33 points. He had 25 from Murray, not not the Denver Murray this time. And you had uh, Porzingis with 31, Luka Doncic with 29. Then you had LA Clippers versus Detroit Pistons. There was no Kawhi Leonard, which kind of happens throughout the entirety of this week, I think. Uh, Paul George went off though. He had 32 points. He also had 33 from Morris. He had Josh Jackson with 26 points out of nowhere, and 25 by a player named Bay. Cool. For Detroit. <laughs> yeah. And you had Charlotte versus Atlanta. There was no Young, but you had 32 from Bogdanovich, 20 from Capella. There was 23 from Bridges, who also had a highlight dunk on Capella. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then you had 18 from Rozier. I think Atlanta won that game. Don't quote me. I didn't actually write that down. And then you had, uh, then we had New Orleans Pelicans versus Cleveland. You had Zion with thirty-eight points. Brandon Ingram with twenty-seven points. Uh, you had um, Kevin Love with nineteen, and Dean Wade with twenty-one. Yeah. Not quite my D Wade, but <laughs> you always throws me off. I'm always like, "Do D Wade? What?" And I'm like, uh, like "When did he left the team a while ago? He was traded." It's very upsetting for Zion because he keeps putting on monster numbers, but apparently he just doesn't equate into wins. I mean, it did in this case, but yeah. throughout the throughout the season, nothing. It's only his second season, and he's averaging like I want to say 26, 27 points a game. Yep, ridiculous. Then you got. Monday, when you had the Denver Nuggets versus the Golden State Warriors, this is when we were updated. Murray's injury is actually an ACL tear, the dreaded three-letter acronym. But in the same game, Curry managed to uh, pass Wilt Chamberlain on the Golden State Warriors' all-time scoring list with his 53 points. Yeah, 53. Crazy. His run is nuts right now. I'm pretty sure that's one point shy of Durant's career high, which is 
Which is funny, isn't it? Mentioning that Durant's career high is like fifty something points. Oh, that's another it's 54. thing. Fifty-four. Yeah, it's fifty-four. Yeah, 50, fifty-four. Uh, then you had the New York, New York, New York, New York Knicks, New York. They may as well give them a new name because they're a different team now. The New York Knicks against the LA Lakers. This was the third game in a row that New York uh, won. And they, that was behind Randall's 34 points, 10 rebounds and four assists. You had Andre Drummond just scoring three points with 10 rebounds, 21 uh, from Dennis Schroeder, and 14 from Carl Kuzma. So not really much production from LA. You'll see throughout this entire week, it feels like LA, without AD and LeBron, just turn up to games like the Brooklyn game, like the uh, like the um, Utah game, which happened yeah yesterday. Just yeah. Uh, but yeah, then we had Philly versus Dallas. You had JJ Reddick's Mavericks debut after he said after he mentioned how frustrated he was there. Funnily enough, he was planning on going to Brooklyn. <laughs> But in all fairness, it's because his family lived there, and this is before all this bullshit. Like he thought he <laughs> a while ago. So you know, I guess when you're traded, you're gonna get to choose. I guess. Yeah. Uh, Embiid had uh, 36 points, and Luka Doncic had uh, 32. Washington versus Utah next. The Wizards end up snapping. You know, at the game, the game they play right after I mentioned that they're on a 24-game home win streak. Utah Jazz lose to the Washington Wizards at home. The Wizards! Russell Westbrook had a 25-point, 14-rebound, 14 assist game. Uh, to add to that, you had Bradley Beal with 34, Donovan Mitchell with 42, and 33 from Bogdanovich. Cool. Then Sacramento versus New Orleans Pelicans. You had 43 from uh, Fox, 30 uh, from Zion, and 34 from Brandon Ingram. Uh, Pels barely held on at the end to get the victory there. Uh, then you got Tuesday uh, between Brooklyn and Minnesota. This is the game that was postponed due, due to the shooting of Delonte White, which, yeah. right, which was absolute bullshit, by the way. I just want to put that out there. Blackmatters.card.uk.co. Sorry. Um, no Kyrie in this game. He left. He didn't want to play due to personal issues, probably because uh, Dennis Schroeder was very mean to him. Um, <laughs> Durant had 31 points, 23 from uh, Joe Harris. He had 27 from Anthony Edwards. There was no Carl Anthony Towns, uh, but D'Lo came off the bench with 15. Uh, it's also worth mentioning uh, in the post in the post conference, uh, Anthony Edwards was told that. Uh, a Rod, former former uh, New York Yankees shortstop, yep. uh, purchased part of the Timberwolves ownership, and Anthony Edwards did not know who the fuck he was. Yep. So great stuff. Uh, that's what you get for being a steroid junkie. Um, L.A. Clippers versus the Indiana Pacers. Uh, Paul George, it, this was Paul George's fourth straight game with 30-plus. Uh, in this game, he had 36. Still no Kawhi. Uh, for Indiana, Karis Levert had 26. He had 29 from 
I want to say Malcolm Brogdon and 20 from Sabonis. Uh, unfortunately, that just wasn't enough to take down the Clippers, who are now on a six-game win streak. Then you had Boston versus Portland. You had Tatum, who had a clutch 32 points. Uh, he hit a three with seven, se- seven seconds left on the clock. He had 24 from Jalen Brown and 28 from... <clears throat> yeah, 28 from Damian Lillard, 16 from CJ, and 20 from uh, Nor- uh, Norman Powell. But they still didn't win. They lost Boston again. Right, LA Lakers versus Charlotte Hornets. Kuzma had 24 points. Uh, you had Martin from the Charlotte, one of the twins, I didn't know which one, had 17. And then you had 19 from Graham. Uh, not other than Kuzma scoring 24 points. That's all I really care about. Wednesday, uh, you had Dallas Mavericks versus Memphis. Uh, Luca hit the most off-balance game winner I've seen in a long time. Yeah. That was was three of his 29 points. But yeah, go on. I had the edge that shot. That was stupid but funny. Like hey, the way he hit that, I was like, I was like, three what? Never mind. Three points is three points. <laughs> three points is three points. Usually you try and get that high because they were down by two, right? Yeah, down so by two. Three was a win. So generally you try and go for, you know, a high percentage inside shot. But I mean, you, you not if you look at. And the hand is hot. The hand is hot. Yeah, I had 29 points in that game. 21 from Porzingis. Uh, You had... um, Oh, at the time, uh, these teams were the 7 and 8 seed. So it's a pretty important game for both teams. Uh, You had Jonas Valanciunas. Was it? Is it? No. No, he he doesn't matter. 17 points from John Morant. (laughs) Then you got Philly versus Brooklyn. This is a very important game because it's like top of the East. Kyrie with 37, Embiid with 39. Uh, battle for the first seed. There was no KD in this game, however. They're playing musical chairs. Um, very interesting, the fact that the game Kyrie plays, Brooklyn lose. Um, <laughs> uh. Golden State Warriors versus OKC. You got Curry with 42 points. He had 11 threes in this game. Draymond had a triple-double of 12 points, 16 assists and 10 rebounds. Cool. Denver versus Miami. Denver beat Miami behind Jokic's triple double, 17 points, 11 assists, and 10 rebounds. They also had 25 from Michael Porter Jr. and 16 from Aaron Gordon. So despite losing Murray, they're still beating some good teams. Mm-hmm. Then LA Clippers managed to stretch their win to seven uh, from a Reggie Jackson game winner who also had 29 points. There was no Paul George or Kawhi. So Detroit were just taken down by Reggie Jackson and others. Uh, Grant, Jeremy Grant for the Detroit Pistons had 28 points. Then we move on to Thursday, which was the day that LaMarcus Aldridge decided to hang up his boots. Uh, we'll go over that a little bit later. But yeah. Boston versus LA Lakers. Uh, obviously, one of the marquee matchups in the NBA has ever seen. Uh, but obviously, two very different teams right now, especially with Boston beating LA now for their fifth straight win. Uh, Jalen Brown had 40. Uh, Jason Tatum had just 14, but all starters were in 10 plus points. He had 19 from Horton Tucker for the LA. uh, 18 by Gasol. Uh, um, Yeah, pretty much it. Uh, LA are actually 5-5 since 
uh, in the last 10 games. So not terrible considering their roster, in all yeah. fairness. Right, then you had Golden State Warriors versus Cleveland. This was Golden State Warriors, four straight win. Curry had 33 points. That, that's all that's worth mentioning. <laughs> Curry played, Nothing. that is all. Uh, yeah, people played. Um, and Curry scored 33 points. It's important because uh, I think he's scored 10 in a row. 30, 30 points plus. It's a new record or something. Something like that. I'll have a look. I think Steph's um Steph's last like ten games has been incredible. Yeah, it's almost. I mean, it has to be. But MP, MP, yeah, I mean, MPV. they're still like they're still like nine. So now here was a stat I wanted to talk about. So st- in this week, mm-hmm. Steph Curry hit thirty six threes. Uh-huh. That compares to Orlando Magic who hit thirty three, Sacramento Kings who hit thirty three, the Wizards who hit twenty nines, and the Pelicans who hit twenty six. Wow. In the last five games, he's averaging 42.6 points per game on a 58% field goal, 54% from three, 91% free throw. And yeah, his team is still ninth. They're still, they're gonna, it's gonna be, they're gonna be stuck in the playing tournament. Yeah, like, so his last 10 games is 47, 33, 42, 53, I'm 38, feel, 32, 41, 37, 36. So bad for the Memphis Grizzlies if they end up, because at the moment it's, it'll be a Memphis Grizzlies and Warriors for that playing yeah. tournament. And like, if Memphis Grizzlies end up losing again in a playoff playing tournament. <laughs> again, oh no. It's gonna be, it's gonna be terrible. Um, yes, so where were we going to say? Then you had Milwaukee versus Atlanta. Milwaukee take down Atlanta. This was Giannis's return after missing six games due to a knee injury. He had just 15 points. You had uh, 23 from Drew Holiday, 10, just 10 from um, Chris Middleton. And you, who the fuck is boy? I've wrote that. Oh, Bogdanovich. <sighs> the digi looks like a Y. Um... Boy? Right. Who the fuck is the, boy? The boy scores 28 points. Uh, Terry Young just had 15. Then you had Phoenix versus Sacramento. Booker gets his first 40-win season. Hmm. He had 23 points. He had 26 from DeAndre Ayton. And Chris Paul had 13 points and 11 assists. De'Aaron Fox had 27 points. And uh, Buddy Heald had 24. Then we move on to Friday. Philly versus LA Clippers. You had Embiid with uh, 26 snap uh, LA Clippers, seven-game win streak. Paul George had 37 points, so he's still scoring, and there's still no Kawhi. Uh, he's practically missed the entirety of this week. Brooklyn versus Charlotte, though. You got Miles Bridges, who scored a career-high 33 points. Uh, KD, who had 25 points and 11 rebounds, I want to say. 26 from Joe Harris. Uh, Terry Rozier had 27 points Kyrie just 12 No Harden still Where's it? So is Harden injured? I think he's got like Hamstring strain or something Uh, Something like that Then you had New York uh, Versus Dallas This was New York's 5th game in a row with a win Randall had 44 points RJ Barrett had 24 points Uh, Luka Doncic had 22 Porzingis had 23 Utah versus Indiana. This is the game that Donovan Mitchell was injured, but before he was injured, he managed to score 22 points for them. Uh, and Utah survived the independent and the paces, despite Karis Levert's 24 points and Saponis' 22. 
move on to Saturday. Last night, you got LA versus Utah, but it wasn't good enough for them because it couldn't take down LA, who had 27 behind Drummond, and Schroeder, who actually took over OT with 25 points. No Donovan Mitchell. There was no AD or LeBron James either. Uh, but it's worth mentioning that Donovan Mitchell's injury isn't serious. It's like a little ankle tweak. He's all right. He should be back soon. That's good. A week or so. So he's all right. And that's great news to hear if you're the Utah Jazz. Then what's not good news, though, uh, is for the Phoenix Suns, who end up getting their worst defeat of the season due to the San Antonio Spurs. This was like their chance to go first in the West. And yeah kind of screwed it up. There was no DeRozan either. Wow. Uh, Spurs and uh, Phoenix, their worst loss in the season. Chris Paul had just six points and six or six, six assists. And it's not like the Phoenix Suns were like decided to load manage this game or not. Everyone was playing. Booker had 15 himself, uh, but it wasn't just enough to take down Rudy Gay's 19 points off the bench. Then you had Memphis versus Milwaukee. Uh, you had Grayson Allen, who had seven threes uh, to total his 26 points. They blow out the books, despite Giannis scoring 28 points. Jamar uh, ja Moran had 13, and Dylan Brooks had 21. Then the last game, and possibly the game of the week, was Golden State Warriors versus Boston, where Curry scored 47 points, 11 of which, no, sorry, 33 of which were threes. He scored this ridiculous left-handed four... Ding. Yeah, it was. Well, it, it was. It was in the line though. He was stepping on the line. So, Tatum had forty-four himself. There was no Jalen Brown. Uh, Andrew Wiggins scored twenty-two, but that was fine. Boston made it out with a victory, barely. It was a really good game. Really enjoyed it. Yeah. So that was that was the week. I remember seeing that on Twitter. Like everyone was like lauding the this game. Like we need more of this. Yeah. So. Players, players and teams of the week, shall we, Damien? What? Who? Who? Who is your? Who's your player of the week? Jesus Christ! <laughs> so, I I feel like I know which one you're going to pick because I mean, probably. I mean, at least. I mean, for me, obviously, I'm going to say Steph because you know. Yeah, I would say the, Steph the week too. he's had. Um, I was trying to think. Yeah, trying to think of anyone else, but like he's yeah. It's um the thing is I, it's these big performances, and he he kind of has to like even against Boston yesterday. Like, how well he's hitting, it's still not enough to carry the whole team. Another another thing worth mentioning is that uh, Wiseman's out for the rest of the season as well. So yeah, he is. Like yeah. a little inside presence and a little bit of scoring, so he has yep. to do even more now, which is ridiculous. Uh, uh, this team is going to be insane next season, though. If they end up getting uh-huh. another lottery pick that they could trade, um, yeah, Wiseman with a season under his belt, uh, Clay Thompson back. Touch wood, you know. I don't know what's happening with Draymond because I think he's a free agent this summer. He'll probably no, be signed. Was, was it last summer? I don't know. I can't remember. I think it's this summer. But I think it's this summer. Um, so they're going to be a team to really watch for this season. Uh, I've been hearing a lot of talk about Steph Curry lately about how Stephen A's talking uh, about whether he's the best point guard in the league. Yeah, it's him or Damian Lillard. I don't... Yeah. There's no one else I have on my list. They're the two 
that I could probably interchange every now and again, depending on who's on a hot run. Yeah, yeah. I think and they both right they now, both do Steph different things well, and I think right now Steph is on his own level. It, just this this week alone has shot Steph right up people's mm-hmm. MVP rankings. Which... Well, his last ten games, he's averaging like just insane numbers. He's insane numbers, but it's yeah. not been good enough for his team. Yeah, and that's the problem. I think that, while... that's what's stopping his MVP. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I think <laughs> the fact they're ninth in the West, and you know only like. And clearly, like, if Pelicans, if other teams are doing better, they generally would be just out of playoff contention altogether, which is like, like no quite mad Pelicans. when you're looking at a player you've got there who's average, he's usually giving you an average of at least 30 for the last two well, to three weeks. Well, there has been also talks that Steph Curry might leave this season. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he might ask to get traded or something. It's kind of funny because um, Steve Kerr said... Vague, vague rumours, vague rumours, and people have been talking about it quite a lot around the NBA stratosphere about moving Curry. Uh, maybe maybe Golden State want to actually start betting on the future rather than trying to run it again now because I think it's too old. Um, so, so what's funny about that is, um, so I did see that Steph said you never know what could happen, and then I also that's saw probably Steve... what sparked all these. Really yeah, and then I also saw Steve the uh, quote from Steve Kerr that was like, "There are only three players in the world that you don't trade," and that was Giannis, Steph, or LeBron, and. So, I mean, I guess, I mean, I think it's one of them. I think if you're the Warriors, you've got to weigh up where you are and where you want to be. And if doing that is best for both parties, I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. I was going to say, obviously, it's... Um, I don't, I'd only trade Steph Curry if he wanted to go. Yeah, uh, oh, that's what I was going to say. If I was the Golden State Warriors, is if he wanted to go, then don't keep him. But yeah, and let him also, go, and probably let him go where he wanted to go. I'd want yeah. something for it. I yeah. I think yeah, if you're if you're Golden State, you're really looking at did he if he hasn't asked to be traded, then we're not trading him because realistically you're never gonna I'm get keeping him. I don't care. How realistically, realistically you're never gonna get back. You look at what he's doing now. Are you gonna get back anyone that provides that consistency and that efficiency? Fuck no. Exactly, and even if you get, and I think the thing it's one of the things about trades where people say, um. Even if you try and trade one to get like a good few pieces, you never end up getting the value back. And I think if Steph Curry wants to go, though, I mean, in that case, See, like, that's if you're going to stay, that really changes it. But if you're going to stay, like, then you have to like try to look at that. I don't. Feel, I don't really feel like Steph wants to go. Like he said, he said, he said, never say never because it covers. Because you never say never. Like anything generally could happen. Standard. It's a yeah. standard answer to that question. Um, but yeah. But there's also um, what was it? Uh, so I heard I can't remember if it was off the jump or something. Someone basically saying that they should just rest him for the rest of the season now, because uh, like, mean... you're gonna you're gonna make the playing tournament and then lose in the first round, like at, at the best case scenario. And I'm like, ah, yeah, but you also but there's a culture to it where you don't want to. Where you, yeah. I mean, yeah, you did it last season, but also you like, you don't want to, you don't want to be known as that team that just gives up and just starts resting players because that. Look, I mean, look what that did. Look at what that's doing to Brooklyn. Yeah. And look, at, I mean, despite all the other shit that we will get into, mm-hmm. that um, they they just rest all their players all the time. And Kyrie, oh my god, I have such a problem with Kyrie right now. <laughs> <laughs> a fucking problem with Kyrie. Right uh, but now. yeah, I think. 
I don't want to have a problem, but I do. Steph, Steph, rest, we rested. Golden State did the rest Steph thing last season. Yeah, pretty much. And that uh, that season had no chance to play. Else, this season you've got a chance. I think, I think it's a negative outlook to just say, "Well, we're not going to win a championship. Let's just bench everyone who's even like. Let's just bench Steph." Like, no, but then playing... also you get you give those players playoff experience. Yeah, yeah. Which is invaluable. I mean, yeah. Wiseman isn't playing and isn't out, is out for the rest of the season, but he'll still be there. He'll still be able to get that atmosphere. Yeah, and I think and like that that change and that's important because. Uh, Go on. I was gonna say, I think a first round exit where you get a chance to look at the playoffs and look at how that's going to change, you know, how the I think experiencing how different the playoff basketball is mm-hmm. will give them the kind of experience the thing they need. Essentially, that's a, that can be motivation to push on to next season. It is knowing yeah. you've been there, like you have to act like you've been there before, but you can't do that unless you've been there before. So, yeah, and I think which which brings me on to the next thing that we need to talk about, okay, which is the Phoenix Suns. Do you give them a realistic chance on beating, winning out of the West? Bearing in mind what you just said about playoff experience. Because so, no one, bar mm-hmm. Chris Paul, has valuable playoff experience. I mean, look- DeAndre, Devin Booker has only just had a 40 game win season. And yeah. all of his seasons now, DeAndre and just. Fucking got here. He's basically out. His hair so if we look still through, fucking so look here, still got, wet from the fucking womb. And we've got Devin Booker, Chris Paul, Andre Ayton, Makar Bridges, Jay Crowder, who obviously Jay Crowder went to that. That he would be valuable. Him yeah. and Chris Paul are valuable. And then you've got Jalen Devin Carter, Dario Saric. Like, yeah, I think Saric has had playoff experience. Yeah, I know. So if you ask, so is this in terms of will they win the Western Conference? I'm not asking oh. whether they win it. I'm telling you. I'm asking you. Do you give them a good chance of winning them, winning it? Like on your list, on your list, who's at your top? Who's okay. the most likely going going down? Say your top five, like like who has the best chance of leaving the West? Okay, let me have a look at the West. Okay, so I think for me, in terms of one and two, I've got Lakers and Clippers. Which I feel like is where I think right now I've got Lakers ahead if everyone comes back from injury and can play. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there are other incremental facts than that. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then looking through, I mean, I'd probably put them the third, right? I mean, I mean, this would, uh, but then I guess the injury. Oh, shit, that's see, 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 see. I'll tell you what mine was it's literally. So I had the Lakers in first because they're doing, they're playing well in crunch time, but mm-hmm. they seem to don't care against any other team. So they'll do well against Brooklyn. They'll do well against Utah. They'll do well against Miami, but they won't give a fuck against Cleveland and then lose. Yeah. Which is, you know, if you haven't got a star player, it's easy to do, but they're down there for the crunch time. So it's good. Right. So I had LA first. Then I actually had above them. Above the Clippers, I had the Nuggets pre Jamal Murray injury. Yeah, because since then they've lost quite a few games, and they were mm. actually really—I mean, they're one game behind. They're two games behind them now, but you know, and they're still winning. They're still winning, but you know, but then again, Clippers have had no Kawhi Leonard this year. Yeah, week, but, um, but I feel like the Nuggets are obviously. They were the ones that got through last time, last last yeah. uh, 
last year. And they've improved. Uh, I feel, and they've improved. Uh, Clippers, they've kind of improved this year, but I don't feel like they've improved to the same way the Nuggets did and the Nuggets got further and beat them. Um, that's So I'd have the Lakers, the Nuggets. What I did have, sorry, and now it's gone down, I'll have them. So Nuggets are my fifth option. Lakers, Clippers, second. I'd have, I don't know, between Utah and Suns, because Suns beat them pretty, pretty well. And with this injury to Donovan Mitchell, I don't know what he's going to be like going in to the playoffs, whether it'll, whether it'll be weak, whether they're going to take their time just to let him recover or not. Yeah. So it's a toss-up between them, but I'll just say Jazz because they're the first seed right now. So they're my third option, then the Suns, and then I'd put the Denver Nuggets. Um, I think that's a fair list. I think, yeah, I think it's one of them that I keep looking at the Suns and I'm like, do I have them to beat the Clippers in a series? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, the Lake, I don't it's, know. It's a tough one because, like, like their players don't have the experience yeah, to really think... deal with those crunch time. But then again, you mentioned Chris Paul and you mentioned Drake Crowder. And yeah. I'm like, you know what? Maybe that might be enough. They've got bits, yeah, I know. And I think... I think sometimes, so basically, I think sometimes if you've got that fearless type of play where you can use your experience but also use those type of hungry younger players and just say, okay, let's just see what happens. You know, they could go on that type of run where, you know, they push for it. I just, mm-hmm. I'm, I think I'm wary of the Suns. I'm like, mm-hmm. I want to see what happens to them when the pressure's on. And I think even like this week where Donovan Mitchell had gone down, I thought this is a good chance for them to, kind of dial down and try and look at going to number one overall, but then they lost that. And I'm like, okay. And I and I think, you know, they've been putting good performances around, but they also lost the Clippers. And then, you know, so I think it's one of them where like, I know I'm definitely saying they could, and I'm definitely saying that obviously when you look at the top, whatever, like they're top four right now, top five. I mean, injuries do happen. I know. And I think, but like, we just ask the top 14. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But it's just like, it depends on the... It really depends on their matchups, to be honest, at first. But yeah, I think... You think if they will draw, then I think... When you do have someone like CP3 who can, you know, get the best out of a team, they've got a great chance and having him has been invaluable. But I still don't see them beating the Clippers in the series, the Lakers. I mean, the Nuggets are really unfortunate with their injuries. Because they've just added, they've just added Aaron Gordon as well, which meant that you know, I definitely wouldn't have had them over. I wouldn't have had the Suns over them in the series either. Now it's a little different, but yeah, it's it is a little bit different. I lose a little bit of firepower. But yeah, okay, let's move it to the East then. Who, who, who's your favorite? Well, firstly, I'd like to I'd like to mention that my player of the week was Julius Randle because he's led his team to a five game win streak. And then now the sixth seed. The Knicks are still doing well. I actually <laughs> have them. Uh, so I'll I have the Sixers and Bucks above the Nets. I might get shot for that. I don't care. No, not um, yet. No one. There's no one here. There's no one outside my window. <laughs> no. Uh, and then uh, I, so so Sixers, Bucks, Nets. Uh, I then. And then I'd place the Celtics and uh, I'd put the Miami Heat then and then the Knicks. 
Um, I was almost tempted, but Miami's had a pretty bad run. We lost to fucking Minnesota, so yeah. not having a great time. But yeah, that's probably a fair five right there to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, so yeah, Celtics absolutely killing it this week. I don't know what the mm-hmm. fuck they did. They just turned it around out of nowhere. But I, I don't think they is. I, I don't know what they're doing and if it's just sustainable. But you know, it, it, it is what it is. And I believe more in the Sixers and the Bucks coming out in the East than I do in the Nets. Uh, especially with Nets, especially with the Nets' defense issues, like. Hmm. I think the defensive issues. They've got really good offense. I think they've literally got the best. The offense best offense. In the NBA. They've got the best offense and one one of the worst defenses. Hmm. So um, I think when you look at that, it's like. But I want to mention the reason they have one of the best offenses. Like the stats are a bit skewed. When you say okay. like uh, these three guys, and you have these, there's a tri- trio. Because how often have they actually played together? I'd probably 10, say a handful of times. Yeah. If that, like, I think when Harden joined, he was killing KD for a bit. And then when Kyrie was playing, when they actually had the three of them, KD was out. And then we've had, we had Harden and Kyrie for a bit when they were on the run. And then, yeah, yeah I don't think they played uh, seven, eight, maybe nine. I think exactly. it's way less so, games than they've I played. Feel like, apart. Yeah. I feel like them as a, uh, a throuple has been. A skewed a bit, but you yeah, know. you know, there's one ball, there's one ball, so yeah, and isolation players just don't help. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, and I think in a series it's gonna be, um, I think, but yeah, I think well, you're, I think you're right about obviously the box and Philly being up there above them because I generally think if I'm looking at it in terms of like. If they play to themselves, they can beat everyone in that. And especially like with Brooklyn, it's such a glaring issue. And obviously, it's been made a little worse by things this week. But yeah, um, I don't see them stopping Joel. I don't see them stopping Giannis inside. Like, I don't think that's nope. that's and that kind of that's gonna hamper you. Like, there's not much unless you can really um, shoot your way out of every single game. Then you know. Exactly. I mean, Houston tried to do it and they end up losing to Golden State. And they had CP3. Interesting enough, that's what Phoenix had. Uh, right, so let's talk about these next issues. So obviously, we had early on in the week, we had Marcus Aldrich in, uh, like abruptly announcing his retirement, which is a shock. Yeah. It turns out he had... Um, was in it a blood regular blood? heartbeat. In a regular heartbeat. Um... So yeah, it was just like yeah, no, nah, I ain't doing this, which is fair. I understand. Cool. Yeah. Good on him. Good on him. He had a great run. He had like 15 years, I think, in the league, mostly with Portland. Then moved to San Antonio. He was a very big free time agent back then, but obviously he's obviously regressed as years gone by. Uh, he's like he's very his situation reminds me a little bit of Chris Bosh's, where he's his um. He had to cut his his career short because of injuries, like similar like blood clots in his case. So he had to yeah. cut it short. Um, what's also very interesting is back in the day, Portland in like two thousand and nine, they had mm-hmm. Greg Oden, Brandon Roy, and Lamarcus Aldridge 
all three of their careers have been cut short due to injuries. I mean, obviously, LaMarcus Aldridge had like 15 years. Yeah. But Brandon Roy had like a couple, like a good couple, five something years. Greg Oden didn't, before he was, his career was hammered by knee injury. He, like he didn't get a chance. But when they were all on the court, I think their record was something like 52 and 11. So it's like lost opportunity there. So that's it. That's a that's a good. That's a that's a thought that I realized while looking up these kind of things. Like damn. But yeah, great stuff uh, from uh, Lamarcus Aldridge thinking about his health and his family and stuff like that, which is yeah, which is obviously I mean. what what comes first. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I got told that I have a irregular heartbeat, the last thing I'm thinking about doing is. Putting myself in danger. Yeah, hundred I think he doesn't. Yeah, I mean, it further just it further like you know says that he doesn't care about a ring. So. Yeah, I think to, that's not fair to say because you, when it comes to health, you shouldn't really care about. Yeah, I think. I think at that point, that's when you just look at it and say, okay, like that decision has to be made. He's not going to put himself at harm for his, and you know. You know, jeopardize any chance he has to, you know, spend time with his family. So it's mm-hmm. done. Which, mm-hmm. I mean, I respect that decision. The speed of it was um, obviously it was a bit of a shock to hear that. But Very you know, I, I got it around four o'clock around here. So that means that around it was around midday Eastern time. I think it was eleven Eastern. Yeah. So it's pretty um, early in the morning. Mm-hmm. I think it was right after a game, he found out or something. Like he felt weird during the mm-hmm. game or something. I think that's one of them where, as a obviously an athlete or anyone, like you, if you don't feel right, you get something, and then you find out, you know, there is an issue. I think you and you find that out. I think for him, that doesn't seem to be instant. It was something's wrong. I'm not playing anymore. Okay, done. Yeah, and I, you know, I mean, you can't, you can't really, you can't say much about that. I mean, I know people want to, but like, uh, the one thing I also thought about, like thinking about that irregular heartbeat as well, is that being yeah. on that team is fucking stressful. <laughs> oh. Would not have helped him at bit. all. I mean, yeah. I mean, got people taking off days because they feel like it. Yeah. yeah, and I think I'm not gonna lie. I think a lot of it makes. It, I think even being on Brooklyn makes that decision a lot easier for you. Like you're like. I see a bunch of these guys doing whatever they want to do. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not well. I'm gone. That's it. Let's yeah. <laughs> just. But it's, we made we made a joke. Like we were at the end of the, at the end of the last episode, we were like, oh, I wonder what Brooklyn player is gonna, um, you know, cause headlines this week. And we were like, ha ha ha, you know. And then you would, you know, you say Kyrie, and I was like, ha ha, you know, you know, <laughs> fucking. I was like, oh, it could be anyone because I was like, you know, like these because we like last week we had obviously the. KD and fucking Michael Rapport and the or no, Kyrie. Like, week, that was two weeks ago, and then last week was Kyrie doing something. Like it's been a lot. <laughs> like a month ago, we had James Harden claiming he was the MVP, and now he ain't even playing anymore. So oh, no. like, um, yeah. And now the news is just all Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, great stuff. Uh, yeah. So what was it? Saturday, wasn't it? It was last Saturday they had a, a game with the LA Lakers. And yes. Kyrie and Dennis Schroeder got ejected now. So they exchanged some words together with each other. And, uh, and yeah, David, do you want to take this? Okay, so I will do the... Um, so, 
Okay, so Schroeder, so Schroeder was upset because he didn't get a call against Kyrie because Kyrie was literally raging and leaning on him. Went to the refs, complained. Kyrie got into his face. Schroeder said, "Damn, nigga!" Or like, move, like basically, just you know, like my yeah, guy, God, like God, God damn, with an AD, like God, God, God damn, damn, nigga, move. Basically, he's wanted to say like, yo. Can you, just give me some, my, give me my personal space, and, and then, then Kyrie, Kyrie like lost that. his shit. Yeah, like, you, <laughs> don't call me that. you don't know me like that. Yeah, which then presume that the semantics of the word doesn't matter. It's just whether you know him well enough to call him that. But he actually wasn't calling him that. He was just saying that as a phrase in my guy move. And yeah, and then yeah, and then Kyrie took to Twitter afterwards and. Spreading some Illuminati religion. Got on his holy shit. Got on his holy shit. He got on his holy but, shit and said, "Look, we are bigger than the N word." And then, obviously, people. It's 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 the internet. So people then replied with, "Wasn't this you, fam?" <laughs> and he's just he's yeah. Just and there's a video of him calling people the N word. Video, yeah. Videos, 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 multiple. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, so to pick up from there. So then Kyrie decided to get the next game off. Lots of people thought it was lots of different reasons. Number one, obviously it happened. So I didn't know about, so people thought it was because of religion, could have been religious reasons because he posted that stuff that alluded to yeah. religious things. So I was like, oh, maybe he's taking a day off for religious reasons. I was like, oh. Yeah, because um, I mean, that's not I think, literally any other. MP no, so player, one of the okay. things that, so one of, one of the reasons they thought it was religious reasons is because Obviously, he used the term God and then said Allah. So they thought that he might be using the month, he might be taking the time off because he might be starting Ramadan and therefore fasting, etc. Mm, and yeah. you know, that if that happened, that would that might require some time for him to adapt and you know, sort his but stuff I'm out. I'm pretty sure, though, there's more than just there's multiple, there's multiple, but the oh, there's, there's, well, there's more, yes, there's a lot, but obviously. People were like, maybe that is the reason, and it's just you know uh, a personal then, day. Then, but then people also thought that it's because of the shooting of, mm -hmm. uh, of Dante Wright. Yeah. Which again, I guess so is fair, but that game was postponed anyway. Yeah. For that, and also Kyrie was said to be out of that game before that happened. Yeah. So the only reasonable thing is that it's. Well, what was it? What did he say it was for? It was for personal reasons or something? Yes, it was listed as personal reasons. Personal reasons? Yeah, so it could have been... It was that thing with Dennis, surely. With Dennis Schroeder. It must have been yeah. that, with that thing with Dennis Schroeder. Which makes me upset because no one talks about this enough. But Kyrie had personal days off earlier in the year and he got caught at a party and then he had to have seven days off with COVID protocols. For yeah. personal reasons. He had seven... Mm -hmm. For personal reasons. Also, he was off for family matters during his birthday. Like, there's, there's a line. So I Kyrie has missed eight games this season for personal reasons. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, I understand, yeah, sometimes you can get stressed and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And you want to deal with your own things and family and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. this, this is unprecedented. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Especially when a... you've been caught before at a party during these times, and then you have to waste. Yeah, right. You, it's eight games, but then there was that seven-day period where he's been off with pro COVID protocols because of him being caught yeah. on those days. So it's it's seven, it's eight games just listed as personal reasons. 
I don't even know how many others are listed for other things. Exactly. And that's just ridiculous. And then we move on to KD the next day. So Shannon, Shannon Sharp on uh, the first take, right? First take, yeah. Undisputed. Undisputed, sorry. On Undisputed. Said something that just KD didn't say. I still haven't so, looked it up. So, so a lot okay, don't podcasts. worry. I, so I have, like, so what Shannon Sharp said is, so they were talking, this actually dates back to last week. When KD said they didn't care about the rings in that conversation. Mm-hmm. So basically, the conversation what Shannon Sharpen said is look, obviously, we know you care about the rings, you know, that's how you judge yourself upon the, you know, like you judge your comparing yourself to LeBron. And then he's then Shannon Sharp he quoted a fake quote because it's something that's gone around that was it so it said that KD said that you know if LeBron's the man. I went into his state. I went into his arena and won two championships. Like, what does that make me? Which obviously would be, you know, obviously playing on the KD LeBron rivalry, and obviously a lot. It's a, it's, it's been attributed as a fake quote. It's just something that went around. It went viral, and people were like, oh, he said this, and obviously he hadn't. But it's something that's been seen. And obviously, when you're on social media, a lot of the times you see these quotes, and you know, you just kind of go with them. And like, you don't always have the time to fact check and you know go in the background. Yeah, I feel like there's people behind the scenes for Shannon. Doing fact checking. I know, and I think no, but I think I think is he hasn't got the time to do fact checking. I know, but the thing is, so I see this is sort of his but also it's not unlike things that KD has said already. Like these, no. the KD has said things like this publicly, so mm-hmm. it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility that you know. And obviously, you refer to this quote Ori- originally. KD then retweeted and said, "Look, I never said that quote. I'm tired of you know people you know mm-hmm. saying that I've said this and that." Um, Shannon Sharp replied and kind of hit him with the, you know, you know, like it's actually that deep, relax. And then KD carried on with the, um, at that point, that's when KD said he was going to instigate everything this week. And he just decided to say that, you know, oh, what did he say? I'm going to let me find these tweets because it's so stupid. He just kept said, attacking Shannon and Shannon. He said the gullible fans would believe it or say he was mm-hmm. thinking this anyway. It's coming at this point. At that point, I'm not gonna lie. I was on. I understood why KD would be upset because obviously this yeah. is playing off the. It's playing yeah. off the KD versus LeBron rivalry. That you know we know it's actually quite. And then obviously he carried on. So then Shannon replied to him and said, "Look, I don't do this social media thing. If you want to have a conversation, then you know you've got my number. You know we can just you know." talk he said yeah he said i'm not hard to find but i'm not going back and forth on social media whatever our differences are they can be handled out of the eye of social media and yeah. then um then kd carried on he said he we said, can talk in front of everybody you go in tv pushing fake shit but now you want to talk in private while you're lying on tv these people need help then china sharp blocked him because he just couldn't be bothered and kd replied but i'm sensitive and then kd spent about three or four tweets attacking Shannon Sharp because people call him Unk, and he was like, "How dare you call a man Unk?" And it was a whole thing. I didn't know I, that bit. That's weird. Yeah, he said. He said, and I quote: "How dare? What, oh my god! What's I'm lost it because fuck it." He said, "How are you calling a grown man Unk just because he's on That's TV?" Kind of the point. Oh. Um, he's suspect. This is suspect. Have some respect for your real uncle. And then he said. Unk's a bitch at one point, and then he I'm said, "I'm sorry. What do they call Kyrie? What's Kyrie's character again called? 
Uncle again? True. Yeah. Un- yeah. yeah. Then yeah. he said, Y'all drunk uncle out here lying again. <laughs> and it's like So he's doing it too. Yeah, he said you're drunk okay. uncle. But yeah. Oh, right. So yeah, I don't know, man. Like, you know, media I actually haven't looked up this quote either. Like the thing that it's sourced at is a massive fucking podcast. So I don't know. I feel like if if it was a quote that Katie said, someone would have found a soundbite of it by now. Um, yeah, I think. I, I mean, I believe that he didn't say it, or but, it's taken out of context or something like that. Yeah, I know. I believe that, and I think it's one of them where so you know it can was- be tough. But I was with KD. I was with KD being upset about no, this is fake, man. But and then Shannon was just like, "Let's talk in private about this, and like, come on, let's talk in private. So let's talk about." Which is exactly what Shannon said about the whole Michael Rappaport thing, because he said about Michael Rappaport thing that he didn't agree with what KD said, uh, but he didn't also agree with how Michael Rappaport just put it all over social media. Uh, yeah. He wanted it in private, and that's consistent with what Shannon Sharp's been saying about these kind of things. Yeah, I think that's how adults deal with it. Going, and kept on going at him. He's like, "Look, if you're not going to talk to me, then if you just, he's probably annoyed with all these people like mentioning KD and KD and his mentions, yeah. and just like, I'm just tired of this. I'm not dealing with this right now." So his original he, quote. He also said, "You have my number." He probably didn't block his actual number. So, yeah, that was yeah. the original quote, and obviously it's one of them that, unless you've watched the podcast or whatever, listen, but it's something that's gone around, and I think I think Shannon Sharp's been very consistent with the idea that, look, like, there is a way, I think, that, and I think... I know he's, social... always, he's always prided himself on, like, mm. being able to talk to players yeah. about problems and stuff as so, well. I think there's been, a, there's been a... It's a consistent thing, and I think it... I think, I don't know, it definitely goes back to the past generation of sports stars who, look, if I say something to you publicly and you don't agree with it, you reach out to me privately, you say so, and we have that conversation, and then, look, if I need to apologise or say so, and then I'll talk to you about it. It's the same thing I've seen Stephen A do. A lot of people do, like, it's, especially when you're an analysis, there's a lot of things you say that, you know, might rub people up the wrong way. And Also, I'd, I'd like to mention, there's that, there was that one video that I showed you before about uh, what's his face? He was being asked to talk about someone, but he didn't want to talk about him, so he just went off on a tangent. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the um, the Trey Young stuff. So, did, yeah. Had, yeah. So how do we not know that? Because that you had they had that graphic. Yeah. Just like Shannon mentioned this as part of your. Oh, I the thing is, I think realistically, we, what people have to understand is not only this isn't this isn't sports news. A lot of these TV shows are sports entertainment, and you have to say shit. They want you to say shit that is going to get a click. Like Skip Bayless does not hate LeBron, <laughs> but no, he knows that his role within a TV show is to say the things that will get clips. And obviously, honestly, if you if you want actual basketball analysis, do not watch these shows. Yeah, because it's not they're about fun and they're entertaining. But you don't the, want to watch these. Shows. Any show that is any show that is centered around it's debate. A debate it's a debate yeah anything that's centered around debate means that you have to have two sides to an argument Colin coward <laughs> yeah okay cowherd sorry yeah yeah okay I, I ignore him but um any um these, these debate shows are centered around debate meaning that even on some issues when you agree with things you have to then oppose it just because that gives you the content to talk about things and i think with 
the KD thing, if that quote comes up, knowing that that quote is putting him against LeBron means that, you know, if it comes to an undisputed, you know which side of the take, each side of them are going to take, and that's what they have to do to create entertainment. It's an entertainment-based show. That's why I think when you say, okay, talk to me in private, I think that's when you can say things that, you know... I, he Especially, like, he can explain, like, look, I there was a graphic, and mm-hmm. it was the only thing I could really... I had to talk about it. Like, I don't do fact-checking, especially with such a yeah. time. Like, I'm very sorry. I can publicly apologize. I can only publicly yeah. apologize for this, but let's talk this out first. Yeah. And it's, I feel like Katie had a point, and then he... It, but it's, it's all the time. It always has a good start to it. And yeah. then it's like, so you remember, you know, LeBron to Miami and he tried to be the bad guy for a bit. Yeah. Because, you know, he feels like the, the, the media, you know, the world hate me. You know, I'm maybe the bad guy. And then he realized it didn't work for him. Mm-hmm. That feels like what Katie's doing now. It feels like he's trying to be this guy who's like, oh, I'm a kid. And I mean, I mean, I'm not going to lie. His Twitter career stats. Clearly, oh, I mean, yeah. Do you want to higher than? Uh, yeah. So what? What was his career stats again, Davian? Like he t- he Let tweets. Me pull this up. He's, he's got he's more tweets. More. He's got more tweets than he does career points. So KD like, has yeah. He's um. He's let more tweet. He's let more, he's let more tweets fly than he has buckets. He's got <laughs> he's got twenty four point two thousand tweets, oh, which man. in itself is insane because he insane. got his Twitter after he joined the league. Yeah. Um, also, in amongst those tweets is one to Scarlett Johansson saying that he drink her bath water. It's, I never forget that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's free in my head. So yeah, twenty four point two thousand. So twenty four thousand two hundred career tweets. Because at this point, it's a career for him. And twenty three thousand five hundred eighty six career points. How, <laughs> um, how, much, how much does LeBron have? Like yeah, seven thousand six hundred. I double check. It was around that. Let me double check. Uh, he, let, let's, let's see if he's let's see if he's tweeted in the uh, last. Um, <laughs> so LeBron has <clears throat> seven thousand six hundred sixty-six tweets. All right, there you go. I told you. Uh, and now, can you tell me how many Kawhi has, please? I'm not sure this is a this is a count. To be honest, Kawhi has four. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not gonna lie. If it, if it went five, because last time we checked, it was four. No, he hasn't tweeted since July seventh. He hasn't tweeted since July seventh, twenty fifteen. When he oh tweeted, he tweeted, he tweeted twice, and then said, "Now nah, I'm good." Uh, the thing about I'm all social media out, guys. Twice. Think about social media. He doesn't even have like a guy doing social media for him. No, 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 no. Like, one thing doesn't. is, his four posts. The first one is him meeting Barack Obama, literally for like I'm assuming when they won the championship to visit yeah, the fucking president. Yeah. yeah, so that trip. The second one is him doing a, I think it's a sponsored post of uh-huh. him shooting at Top Golf and saying, "Oh, check out Top Golf." The third one is saying, "Look at this custom hoverboard for Kawhi yeah. Leonard. It's coming soon." And the fourth one is a retweet that just said, "Look, um, it's it's a retweet of someone else saying thanks for coming by Kawhi Leonard." To the Aztec facilities and operations, so, and that's it. I think, and I think, yeah, and I think it's a difference in social media. It's the way KD tweets sometimes is that he is like obviously when he, I mean, when he first joined the league, I remember he was 
tweeting reckless and he was I think he was tweeting LeBron like how like he was tweeting like and obviously you know like it's Carly Hansen bathwater stuff and you know so he's always been reckless on Twitter but <laughs> right now I really think this is the time he says you know how about we just not reply to everything that we see the it's second like we get not. it like especially it's when like yeah not. especially when you're in it like I think you know what I found the most interesting I find the most interesting that um it's when Everyone was tweeting stuff about obviously Marcus Aldridge, and it was nothing from KD. And I was like, "You tweet all day, mad." He okay, that's that I'm, is crazy. That is insane. I'm a double check. I'm a check if he has, but yeah, no, he hasn't. Because um, literally about the time it came out, he tweeted about well, well deserved to end dot Smith uh, to Nolan Smith for getting um the assistant coach at Duke. But he didn't tweet anything about Marcus Aldridge while everyone else was, and I was like, "That's a bit weird." And then he didn't tweet anything at all since, even though he's had about fifty tweets since. But yeah, wow. I was like, I was like, okay. I mean, I kind of expect you, you know, put something, but apparently not. Apparently not. But yeah, so that's that's what's happened in the uh, the, the the Brooklyn KD Kyrie. Who's gonna fuck up first this time? I don't know. I, I, I think just it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be Harden's probably coming back, so not him. Uh, nah, but he's I'm gonna say Kyrie's probably gonna be personal belief till next week, so we're good there. Uh, I'm gonna say KD again. You'll find a way. No, uh, I was gonna say I'm, I'm gonna I'm my bets on KD first this time this week. Um, but yeah, I guess I guess that's pretty much it from us. Wait, wait! I've got one question. Uh, oh, okay. Quick one. Yeah. How are you feeling about Miami Heat right now? Because <laughs> Jimmy Butler has been saying that you might have been playing soft. <laughs> and uh, I agree. And Butler, <laughs> and I'm like, yo, I want to. Sorry, say that again. Sorry. Oh, I was just saying that he's saying you guys have been playing soft. You've kind of fallen down the the, the table a little. Like, you know, you're closer to the... You're in the play-ins at the moment. How are you feeling? What's, I'm feeling fine. What's the... You still confident? Still good? Yeah, I feel pretty confident. Okay, feel, just that, that's, okay. that's it. That was look quick. I just wanted to check. Little check-in. Nah, I, 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 feel, I feel like as long as we're making the play-in tournament, it's fine. Like, okay. I feel pretty you, confident with my team. Like, soon as soon as go time is go time, uh, it's go time. I'm only saying that because your next game's the Nets, and I'm interested to see... I feel like we are out for blood. If we win, uh, you lost. You lost three in a row. You lost to the Timberwolves, so that's why it's a bit it tonight? like. Oh, Is it tonight? It's tonight at eight thirty. So it's about to. Eight thirty hour time. Hour time, I think. I think. Oh, you know, I, you know, I'm watching that. <laughs> but yeah, that was it. That was just my little. <laughs> just wanted to make sure you. No, I like no, to I check in with the Heat and make. I like to check in to make sure the Heat fans are still, you know. We've <laughs> been very streaky. I don't like it. There's not been any, not been really much consistency, but I don't know whether it's because we start going on a win streak and then we go on a win streak and then we get complacent and then someone will go on a, will have a break. Jimmy's had quite a lot of rest days this, this year, mm-hmm. you know, that, so it's not really been that consistent in that respect, but I, I feel confident. I feel like, I mean, we were the fifth seed last year. Uh, so and it's very tight up there this year. Like we could still end up. Like we're only two games back. Two games from Game the fifth seed. Two and a half Game games half. from the fourth seed. So 
It's also playful, yeah. still. Well, look, like, as long as you're so confident, then you know. I'm confident. So good here. I feel pretty confident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be watching that game. So am I. I beg you, man, win. <laughs> but yeah, that's good. That's yeah. it for me. All right. Well, let's take a timeout then, David. Timeout. Done, Zo. Peace. No!